In a podcasting world filled with true crimes, insane interview podcasts, and gross celeb news stories, Bryce and Ren, that's us, try to do the impossible. Create a podcast that'll help you survive your commute or workday. Welcome to Bryce and Ren and Ned Z Classified School Survival Guide. Today we'll be discussing Season 1, Episode 10 of Ned Z Classified, titled Notes and Best Friends. My name is Bryce Henderson, and one of the co-hosts of this podcast, and I want to remind you to feel this fall. Uh, with me, as always, uh, to talk all things Ned's, is one Renan Fontes. Ren, how's it going? For me, I love to laugh. <laughs> I want something hilarious. You need uh, those comedies. <laughs> Like Seinfeld. What happened to Schmidt from New Girl, right? Oh my I mean, gosh. It looks he, like he aged 10 years in the span of two years. The mighty have fallen, for sure. <laughs> Zoe Dational moved on and left him behind. He yeah, it was up. It was painful. Um, <laughs> have you been thinking a lot about Feel This Fall this week? Because yes, I have. constantly. <laughs> I have this stupid little tune stuck in my head, too. <laughs> I've been thinking a lot about, um, what is it? I hear the Equalizer is outstanding television. <laughs> I, it, CBS's lineup is so bad. It's from, from, yeah. <laughs> I hate that they make fun of themselves about Blue Bloods. Above mm-hmm. all else, I hate that they acknowledge it. Yeah, they're like, Blue Bloods, is that thing still on? Just fucking cancel it if you're gonna make the joke. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, lucky for us, Ren, tonight we are not talking about CBS shows. We're not talking We're not about... feeling this fall? <laughs> no. We're not talking about um, a number of CBS shows. Instead, we're talking about a single Nickelodeon show, uh, Ned's Declassified School Survival Guide, which it's, it's been two weeks since we've talked about it. Are you happy to be back in James K. Polk Middle School? I am. It's always nice to come back to school after a two-week absence. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, and that kind of, you know, absence, if you're absent, you gotta usually have, like, a note, right? That's right. Did your parents write you a lot of notes growing up for school? No, so I went, my elementary school my mom worked at. Oh, okay. uh, And my middle school, so uh, if I was out, she would just, like, tell them. Yeah, like, hey, either, like, I'm gonna be out because Bryce is sick, and so that's, like, a, a twofer, or, yeah. um, hey, like, Bryce isn't here today. Right. So, no, um... Yeah, and I feel like I wasn't out a ton when I was mm-hmm. in, like, elementary, middle school. High school, I was out, like, every once in a while yeah. um, with this, you know, just, like, sick days and stuff. So, what about you? In, in high school, I got into this really bad habit of mm-hmm. just letting myself sleep in and then having my dad drive me in late. Mm-hmm. And, like, I'd only miss, like, first period or fir- the first block. Yeah. But uh, I'd always have him, like, write me a little, uh, little note to go with it so I wouldn't get in trouble. Mm-hmm. But it really got to a point where I was doing it too much, and even, like, the teachers were like, are you gonna come back? Yeah, are we gonna see you again? I had, had to kind of sort it out. Yeah, yeah. But see, that's how you learn, right? It's trial yeah, and you, error. That's mm-hmm. life. Um, yeah, passing notes, Ren. I, um, 
Were you in a high big note passer? So in high school, I had a like a note system with one of my uh, friends who I didn't have any classes with, but we would write each other notes throughout the day. Interesting. And like long notes, and then we would pass them in between to each other while um going from like one class to another. Or if we didn't <laughs> see each other, we'd have uh, like someone who wasn't the other person's class like give it to them. Yeah. So yeah um and then that was it was really good i we wrote like we would number them all and we had we made it to like the thousands uh-huh so there were a lot of notes all very repetitive and about like the same like three things but i yeah. passed notes mm-hmm. primarily with two people my high school girlfriend mm-hmm. and my friend mike davidian whose uh football number was 57. yeah you just gave him the full name drop he was he was very proud of that <laughs> He gets the full name drop. But I, I mean, you know, listeners, if they wanted to now, they could hunt you know, him down. They could find him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he'd be like, why am I getting a friend request from this this person who I don't know? You know, maybe there are a lot of it's a common name. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. But, but uh, we played a lot of like note games and Mm-hmm. math class like a tic-tac-toe that game where you just like every you put in the line on a grid try to make a box yep yeah you did a lot of that that one was one of my favorites hangman yeah. just stuff like that mm-hmm. it's like the back and forth i love it did you ever use a footnote by taking post-it notes and putting a them on footnote? the bottom no, of I your shoe used... that's an ingenious plan though but you got to kind of plan it out though you have to know what you want to say yeah that's what you i can't realized really, like improvised responses either it's more of like a telegram kind of deal yeah uh you can't yeah if someone i mean you could have like ask a question or like have like okay so if you have like a a chart in front of you and it's like you know that yes is going to be in three polls and they ask you a question then you can respond via footnote you can pull three times to show yes but then by doing that you're also getting rid of the three things that were on top of it so yeah the footnote system that's introduced here that we is it coconut head and squirrely that are using it I think so. Yeah. Um, it's like Coconut Head sitting in class and he has like his foot. He has he's like cross-legged kind of and he has his foot resting on his knee showing a, a, like a pad of post-it notes facing Martin Corley. Um, what are and, you doing later? Yeah. Uh, I don't think it's a great system. I, it, I, I didn't love that. It's something you have to you have to plan too much for. No. Yeah. Yeah. And it says... Um, like, how's, how's Martin going to respond? Does he have his footnote answers ready? Well, I assume he has a post-it notepad as well that he'll write his response on and then stick it on his foot to face him. Um, Wouldn't that draw attention from the teacher? If you're drawing something on your desk, then you go to put it on your shoe, and then you show your shoe to the kid next to you? Yeah. I feel like that's worse than just passing the note. Um. Yeah. No, I think it's definitely going to draw some attention. I think it would draw. I, I think it would draw less attention than passing the note, because it's like you're mm-hmm. still in your bubble. Like it's less noticeable versus like someone having to like pass a like use their hand or like their foot to pass something through another bubble. I think. You know what I mean? I think. I think putting the note on the shoe. I think mm-hmm. the act of putting the note in class is what's going to draw attention. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. I never tried this technique, Ren, so I can't say one way or the other. I was not impressed with the footnote. <laughs> Neither was I. You know, it's a, it's, a, it's a nice little idea, creative, but 
Yes. Ultimately not practical. And also in this world of 2004, um, the other uh, tip that Ned starts us off with is if you're going to, you know, send electronic messages through your phone, turn your ringer off. Do you mm-hmm. keep your uh, ringer on a lot? No, I don't. No, I, yeah, very rarely. I think just for like my morning alarm. That's the only time that my ringer is meant to be on. I feel like it's become very uncommon for people to have their ringers on. Yeah. Yeah, people are fine with just the, the little vibrate. Uh, okay, and also Ned, uh, I thought this was... so Because Ned introduces the episode, he's like, uh, if you're going to pass notes, here are some different ways to do it, right? And so he gives us these tips. Then he's going to say, uh, he's like, not that I'm telling you to pass notes. So this is like Nickelodeon. Nickelodeon game. mandate? Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is their little asterisk. This is, you can't sue us because Ned isn't actively says, I'm not telling you to pass notes. <laughs> Mm-hmm. He's not corrupting the children. Yeah. Um, and I mean, in fact, what we see here is that if you do pass notes in class, you're going to get in trouble. Big trouble with a mm-hmm. capital T. Yeah. Uh, in which ne- uh, Missy, which we learn is the name of uh, Susie Crabgrass's like sidekick that we saw in our last Her Ned's cohort. episode. Her what? She's mean. She's yeah, got a she bad attitude. Mean. Yeah. Yeah. She is. She's a little sour. Um, she's going to pass a note to Ned and ask Ned to pass it to Susie. And then in that process, uh, Sweeney's going to catch Ned and make Ned write a 1,000 word paper on cell division. Mm. Moral of the story, don't mm-hmm. be a narc. Yeah, don't do it. Yeah, because it's unless he rats out Susie and Missy. He'll have to write this paper on cell division. Uh and not to to cut to later in the episode, right? But he does it. <laughs> yeah, he does the homework. Yeah, the... <laughs> I mean, in the end, at the end of the day, he wouldn't. He really wouldn't have any other choice. Yeah, like, yeah it makes sense. But still, yeah, he says it's that he's a little like, bitter. He's like, I gotta write it because if I don't, I'll I'll get in trouble. So I gotta write it. Yeah. Um, and then he, so <laughs> so we get that Moses is given a love letter, and I'm wondering. Um, so she says that she's getting them in history class, but like, how is she getting them? Are they just sitting on her desk? They must be. Or maybe they're like, uh, slipped into her books. Mm -hmm. Very anonymous. Did you know who it was? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's, yeah. There's really no one else who it could be. No, so most gets these love letters and she's, her whole thing is, I want to figure out who it is. It's even written in calligraphy, Ren. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, and so that's why when she sees it's in calligraphy, she's led to believe that it's Seth, one Seth Powers. Uh, could be. You know, it it makes sense if if you haven't really been paying attention to the show. You know, mm-hmm. I could see how you could get that impression. Maybe yeah. Moe's really isn't like reading between the lines. Yeah, uh, really, <laughs> I don't think she is. And then Cookie's thing is he's going to need a note because he was late to gym. I loved see- this continuity. Yeah, we see why he's late to gym. Um, <laughs> why was it, Ren? Mop bucket chicken. Yeah, so he's... Uh, Cookie is still regularly using the mop bucket slingshot to get to gym class on time. Uh, it's, it's so... I, <laughs> I The continuity is getting better. It's be- it's becoming more natural and just like a matter of fact. Yes, it's um both here and in the, the next segment too. There's a lot that just builds on like the foundations that we've already had laid. Uh, but this is like such a small detail 
that um when i had watched it in the past mm-hmm. i just thought like oh like cookie was being goofy in the hallway with loomer yeah i thought it was that like oh they were just being silly um and then he was late to class because of it but no it was because he was actively trying to get to class and then loomer ran into him on his own slingshot uh slingshot mop bucket uh yeah what a great uh system of transportation yeah uh i think i think really i'm confused like gordy is the one that runs it for cookie right and that's right but who does it for loomers 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 must be like a bootleg he must have like uh built his own and that's why it crashed you know it doesn't have that gordy seal of approval no no is it isn't uh it isn't a perfect mop bucket unlike cookies yeah um and so cookie needs a note to get out of it or else then he'll need to do a thousand push-ups and that's when that's we learn about the forger push-ups. yeah that's a lot of push-ups a thousand that's child abuse yeah it's like i mean yeah there's a thousand push-ups there's a lot of push-ups for a kid yeah it's a lot of push-ups uh but luckily the forger le forger could help fix this but only for a box of coconut macaroon mm-hmm. i don't um like coconut I hate coconut. It's one of my least favorite flavors. Yeah. Uh, especially because it's usually served like shredded. Yeah. And it's just like a strange texture. I'm not a fan at all. Yeah. And I advise anyone in the audience to stop liking coconut if you do. Yeah. I would say, I would say, uh, unsubscribe if you like coconuts. Just, you know, no mm -hmm. more. No more. Let's say no to coconut. Mm -hmm. Coconut. Yeah, uh, I, I'm okay with just banning that outright. Uh, when you and I inevitably have a live show, we'll uh, do a coconut detector at the door. Make sure, Make no, sure one... no one brings any coconuts in. If they do, we smash <laughs> the coconuts to bits. Mm. Yeah. We have to watch as the milk just spills. Mm-hmm. And then we uh, we make them watch Monty Python. Yeah, we, we'll do a little comedy for them. We do the, uh, the, you know what I'm talking about? The horses. When yeah. they... Uh, Galop, galap, gallop, <laughs> Galapagos. When they <laughs> when they gallop a ghost to Camelot. Um, okay. that's, a good, that's a good joke. Right? <laughs> no, it isn't. It's a like that's a solid <laughs> nine out of ten joke. Uh, Ren, I want to talk about Le Forger or the right. Forger. Let's talk about him. Okay, so Martin Squirrely is going to tell Cookie that the Forger can forge any note. Uh. This is mysterious. This is interesting. It's Hey Arnold-esque, in my opinion. It is. I agree. It reminds me. It reminded me a lot of that, too. It gave me that vibe. Mm-hmm. I think that episode where, uh, what's his name? The guy with the green hat? The guy with the green hat. He has, a like, the wiener nose. Mm, I don't know. Oh, Sid. Sid, yes. Mm-hmm. The episode where he joins, like, that uh, fourth grade mob. The f- <laughs> mm-hmm. Do you, you remember what I'm talking about? Yes, yes, I do. It's like a parody of The Godfather. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and then it he gave me that kind of like the lighting in his office gave me that vibe. Yeah, because uh, the the forger is uh, you can't see him. He is in a shroud of darkness. Um, he's a man of mystery. Cookie is going to uh, first reach out to him by leaving a note on the lunchroom bulletin board, uh, which is a, a literal note. yeah a literal music note, and then wait to hear from him uh this is so now we're in the cafeteria missy's gonna give ned a note that depicts what, ned as a nerd huh? what do you call him? 
I, I, isn't her name Mitzi? It's Bitsy. B? Yeah, B. B as in boy? B as in okay. boy. B as in Bryce. Yeah, that was Mitzi. No, it's Bitsy. Okay. Well, that's okay. Uh, so Bitsy is going to give Ned a note that depicts Ned as a, uh, a nerd. Go- goblin? Yeah. I thought this was super cruel. This is yeah, mean. they're mocking him for getting caught passing their yeah. note. And then taking a hit for them. Like, he's doing the homework. Mm-hmm. He didn't tell. This is very... And Susie looks like she's really mad at him. Mm-hmm. Like, how could you not let me get that note? No. Uh, and then Mose uh, is going to get another love note. This is when we find out she thinks it's Seth. And she's looking at Seth. Seth is staring at his spinning basketball, just saying the word orange over and over. We don't know the context yet. <laughs> But he's doing it. He's just like, orange, orange, orange. I just thought he was, like, mesmerized by his basketball at first. Yeah, that's what I thought, too. Uh, <laughs> um, and then we cut to history class where most thinks it's the big reveal is going to happen. And that Seth's going to say that, that he did it. Seth is in history class wearing a crown. <laughs> no one else is dressed up. He's king history. Yeah. He's- I also noticed that, but I... <laughs> I couldn't figure out why. No, it's not like they were doing like presentations or anything like that. Like we previously seen in history class with Mr. Wright. Uh, no, he's just wearing a crown, <laughs> spinning his basketball. Moses is going to approach, be like, hey, is this you? Uh, Seth's like, no, I write poems. Roses are red. Basketballs are orange. But uh, I can't come up with what comes after that. <laughs> so... We know that uh, writing a note in calligraphy, that's not Seth's style. That's not how he woos, woos the ladies. Bryce, does anything rhyme with orange? I don't think. A door hinge? Door that's hinge? it, right? Uh, Eminem once said, I can make orange rhyme with banana. Yeah, bornana. I feel like I have learned a lot just now. <laughs> Bornana? Bor- B-O-R-N-A-N-A. Eminem, absolutely not. Bornana. It's unacceptable. <laughs> uh, this, Mose is going to realize that the handwriting matches the handwriting in Loomer's project. He's super good at calligraphy. Mm-hmm. So that's scary. That's really scary. Good for Could him, Could it though, be Loomer? You know? he, need, he needed a skill. Yeah. Um, Cookie is going to receive a musical note back on his locker. And then he's going to uh, go into like a dark room. Lalaire. Yep, Lalaire, where a some like, what's the music style? Like Parisian-esque, like mystery? I don't know. Like noir? Noir, yeah. That's the word I was looking for. Is like playing in the background. Um... And he's going to go in there, and the forger is going to say, like, the macaroons. And Cookie's going to give him the macaroons. He's going to fiercely open it up and then eat it. The sound effect of him opening it sounded like him, like, eating a bunch of them at once. Yeah. So I was very surprised when it cut to him opening Over, one and, and taking eating it out. Eating a singular? That would have been great if it's, like, that quick and then, like, the trash gets thrown back at Cookie or something That's like that. That's what I was expecting. That would have been hilarious. Yeah. Uh, no, so we get that, uh, Cookie gets a note, and he's, uh, 
for uh from Cookie and Durga is like the note's acceptable, like you're good. But she's obviously a little bit suspicious. Yeah. Okay. Like she knows something's off. Mm-hmm. Um Ned's going to forge oh. a note in high school? No. Like a parent signature? Nope. I did so I could watch the movie Blood Diamonds cuz I forgot to get my dad to sign it. Okay. That like um I feel like that's fine. And I think I did for a Museum of Science field trip because I also forgot to ask him to sign it. Yeah. It's like in both those cases, it's like... Like they would have said They yes. would have signed it. Yeah. 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 I feel like it's um, different in cases where it's like you, you did it like because they couldn't sign. Yeah. Yeah. They like you didn't want them to see it or whatever. Um, so Mose is going to uh, talk to Ned and be like, so it might be a loomer. Is there potentially a romantic inside of Loomer? She's going to pose this question to Ned as the camera shows us Loomer in the hallway. Loomer is looking at uh, some flowers, some daisies. Uh, we see him eat the daisies. <laughs> I loved him biting the heads off the flowers. Yeah, he just eats the flowers. And then Ned responds to Moe's, because uh, again, Moe's asks, is there a romantic inside of Loomer? Ned is going to say no, but there is daisies. <laughs> I uh, I also liked early on in the scene when Ned stole a girl's cup of water, so he yeah. spit take and <laughs> threw away the cup. <laughs> she didn't need that. No, she didn't need the water. Um, and then Cookie is gonna Cookie has twenty boxes of coconut macaroons because he says that if he delivers them all to the forger, the forger has agreed to give him his personal pager, um, so that way Cookie can page the forger whenever he needs a node and like, if, like, get out of e- anything if each box of coconut macaroons is around five dollars mm-hmm. cookies just spent a hundred dollars on notes okay i mean he gets his money's worth in my opinion you think you think this is a good subscription model we see him literally get to like bring his bed into class and sleep i guess that's true for 45 I, minutes the forger has a lot of power Hmm. Mm. yeah um, so I, th- I think it's worth it. But the thing I am going to ask though, is Cookie we know is a cyborg and can actively change around rosters and school lunch menus. Why the heck does he need the forger? Good question. Would you consider this a plot hole? I, I mean, I would like a very light one because it's like, yeah. I, I just like the forger storyline like, so much more, but Cookie's pretty powerful. Yeah. I also prefer the LaForger storyline, but they need, they should have, <laughs> you're right. They should have addressed why Cookie couldn't just. Mm-hmm. origin note himself yeah like and then use his printer pants to print it out like that that seems more cookie style he's very self-reliant and independent um so yeah and then we get a montage and i just love these montages so much more than cory in the houses me i am every time we have a montage i'm always expecting to dislike them mm-hmm. in my head i'm always like all right another montage but i always like them yeah I, the music is also very catchy because it's the montages are typically used in the show to really yeah so they give us good music it's to move along the story in a way that's um quick but like reinforces the pieces that we already know and like kind of lets us skip to the good parts right yeah this this was one of the better montages too in my mm-hmm. opinion since Definitely. It, kept, it kept rotating between each character and like a yeah. rule of threes arc mm-hmm. Yeah, because we get we get Moe's who's trying to figure out who's trying to one hundred percent confirm Loomer wrote the note. We yep. get Cookie who's um, we see him using his different forger notes to get out of different things, and then Ned um, trying to focus and write his paper. 
right? The 1000 uh, cell division one. Yeah. Yes, all right. Um, Moses is going to, in this montage, Moses is going to look over Loomer's shoulder, Loomer standing in the hall, like intro, uh, staring introspectively and then like writing something down. Moses is going to look over his shoulder and see that he's drawing a dinosaur with his head glued on. I love that. <laughs> and I love how deep in thought he is about it. It's a very well acted, like quick bit from him. Yeah. Uh, Ned can't write the paper that he's kind of consistent with him. Um, Cookie is going to, um, let's see. Uh, he eats he, a shellfish dinner. Yeah, he gets, I'm seeing what he does. So he has his shellfish dinner. He uh, gets out of, uh, what is it? He sleeps through class, right? He has a bedding class. Yep, he gets his bed. He has a masseuse. That's it. Yeah, that's the one I was missing, the masseuse. Uh, we see, and this is with Mr. Wright, um, Mr. Gross, and I, who I was surprised to see again, and Mr. Monroe. Me too. I didn't like seeing him again. He looked no. even worse this time. Yeah, he needs another uh, mouthwash fire hose to <laughs> the face. And then um, Mose is going to kind of spy on Loomer. Loomer's going to open up his locker and then leave. Mose is going to bang her head against the locker, open it up, and then reveal that Loomer has a book titled The Bully's Guide to Writing Calligraphy. I just want to say that I love that Loomer's combination is headbutting it. <laughs> that the lock is unlocked by headbutting. Yeah, irrelevant. <laughs> um, and we learned that the love note is from Loomer, Ren. He did it. He loves Moe's. Mm -hmm. What a twist. <laughs> I know. Who saw that coming? We've. Is this the first time that it's like actually been addressed? Like even like uh, obviously to Moe's, but not to Moe's. I think this is the first time that Loomer's like ex like someone in the cast has explicitly mentioned that Loomer likes Moe's. But like it's okay. been made obvious to us through the yeah. framing of the show up to this point yeah. that he likes her. Yes. Um, Coconut. So we're, we're with Ned who, remember, is trying to write this. He's in study hall. Coconut Head and Lisa Zemo and everyone else, they're all in study hall, including um, some adults are at the back table, right? <laughs> there were some grown-ups there? There were definitely some grown-ups um, sitting in this study hall as students. Well, yeah. I don't like that. You think this um, is like a public study hall? It, yeah, it could have just been the public library. I, I don't know what was going on here. I thought it was funny. Uh, adults cheer with Ned. Are they, they do. Part of the plan? All right. No, they this, this might not be safe. <laughs> yeah. So they. Um, what happens is Ned is like, "Oh, I gotta write this paper because uh, Bitsy got me in trouble for passing notes." And then Coconut Head's like, "Me too." Lisa Zemo's like, "Me too." And then the whole room joins in with "Me too." The and adults like, also got in trouble passing Bitsy's Bitsy's notes. notes. Yeah. So I I think it's wicked funny. Oh, uh, and then. Ned's gonna stand up, rally the group, and say, we gotta get back at her. First, we gotta do our work so we don't get in more trouble. And then, we gotta get back at Bitsy. And they all, here, here, yeah. Go, Ned. Mm -hmm. We're 35. Um, <laughs> uh, is gonna address the note. I like this. I really like this. Me too. Um, there isn't Moe's being like, what am I going to do? Loomer likes me. Like, we don't even play that game. Moe's is yeah. kind of an upfront character. Moe's is going to just approach Loomer. Loomer, uh, did you write these? And Loomer says that he's a complex individual. I, 
this scene made me a little <laughs> bit sad, but it was also super funny. Yeah. I really wanted Loomer to be happy. Yeah, and it um, speaks to the show itself. Loomer saying he's a complex individual. Yeah. These are complex characters. Um, they are. They're, they're, not, they're not the one-dimensional archetypes you see in every other like middle school show. Yeah. Uh, and then that's when Loomer's buddies come over, and uh, they're like, oh, why are you talking to Moe's? Moe says, Loomer wrote me a love note. They're like, you did. You wrote a love note. And then Loomer says, I don't write love notes. I eat them. <laughs> and then he begs Moe's to agree. Mm-hmm. Right, Moe's? He, so he stuffs the papers in his mouth and then uh, kind of like grunts at her until she agrees that uh, she was just joking. She's just fooling around. And then Moe's walks away a little bit disappointed. Mm-hmm. It's a nice little, little scene. I liked it. Yeah, no, I I liked it as well. It um, I'm glad that this is addressed. I don't know how far or how deep this storyline goes, but yeah, I like that now this is like out in the universe that Moe's knows that that's a connection with Loomer. Me too. And this was a continuity heavy episode, so it gives me hope that this mm-hmm. is something we'll loop back to in earnest. Yeah. yeah. Um, the teachers, no. So the teachers are all together. They catch Cookie leaving the the lair of. Le, Le Forger. They trailed him. They were mm-hmm. simply letting him mm-hmm. use forged notes. Yep. And now they let him straight to the lair. Cookie quickly sends a, a text via his uh, glasses, tells Little him blast. to get out. And the teachers go in. The Laughing maniacally mm-hmm. the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> and he got away, Ren. Climbed out right through the window. Mm-hmm. He did leave a note. I didn't get to see what the note said. I think it's like Sia or something. Yeah, he left a note and a single coconut macaroon. Yeah, and there an owl was hooting. So I guess mm-hmm. Cookie was staying after hours. <laughs> it was late at night. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's a funny detail because also through the window we see it's daytime, um, but it's pitch black in that room other than the light yeah. and the owl. So, um. All right, we're going to just see uh, kind of two things left in this episode. Uh, the group, Ned's group, gets back at Bitsy by passing her notes that are covered in glue. Yeah, they like put a bunch of notes on her, mm-hmm. and Sweeney thinks she's passing notes. Reasonably. That she just wasn't attacked by a bunch of students. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, if he doesn't see it, it means it didn't happen. Yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we see Bitsy covered in notes. Everyone got up and put notes all over her. Uh, one of the notes says, I need Claire's legal advice. Another one said, purple is the best color of all time. <laughs> so deep thoughts. Uh, but also, like, those are the types of things that would be passed in class. Yeah. Right. Um, so Bitsy gets into trouble. And then last shot we get is Squirrely was the forger. All the coconut macaroons are in his locker. Mm-hmm. Did you uh, realize it? Yeah. Yeah. What of gave course. it away? Was it his actor's voice? It was his voice doing it, and also it was um, the fact that he was the one that recommended to use the forger. Do you think they added the coconut macaroon detail to trick like younger kids into thinking it was Coconut Head? Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Because I, I, I had that thought pop into my head as we were discussing the macaroons. What mysterious figure could it be? Could it be Coconut Head? Um, Backpack Boy again? (laughs) Superhero and LaForger? Gordy? It'd be funny if it was Gordy. Gordy. (laughs) 
but they probably can't have the an adult. Speaking writing, of which, forging notes for these kids. Gordy was straight up absent from both segments, right? Yeah, it's it's a shame when he's absent. I always yeah. miss him. But with that said, like I mean, I I had a great time with yeah, still good with this episodes. I didn't realize. Uh, all right, let's look at these two tips. Okay. Okay. Um, tip number one fifteen point fifty one. So we we this is what we started off our conversation with. Use the yep. footnote. D, this is an awful, mm-hmm. impractical tip. If you're going to pass notes, just do it like a human being. Yeah. <laughs> you really, anyone who has used the footnote, you really just ripped them a new one. <laughs> you know, you're, you're just adding extra steps. Why yeah. bother? You should feel bad about yourself. You if should. You've used the footnote. <laughs> if you've ever put a post-it note on your shoe to show someone something, yeah. you are a fool in my eyes. Mm-mm. You know what the who uh the person who uses footnote? Do you know what kind of a person they are, Ren? What kind of person? Someone who likes coconut. You, I agree. You mm. know, they're sick, sick in mm. the head. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Uh, tip number zero 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 six point four. Turn your ringer off. <laughs> like this. Is, uh, I mean, I feel like this should. This is just like the default, right? Yeah. It's yeah. it's good practical advice if you're in the movie theater. Yeah, keep your mm-hmm. ringer off. I'll give it like a C. Yeah, C. It's fine. Go to Very the movies, basic. turn it off. All right. Um, our next segment, Ren, is about best friends. Co-hosts keep each other's secrets. They mm-hmm. understand each other's problems. And sometimes <laughs> they hack into the podcast server to change the lunch menu because you hate Brussels sprouts. Mm-hmm. Would you change the lunch menu to uh, candy corn from Bustle Sprouts for me? If that's what you wanted most for that lunch, Bryce, yes. I feel like that's a downgrade. Is that just me? I don't know. I'm not a fan of either, to be completely honest with you. But at least, like, yeah. Brussels Sprouts are good for you. Yeah. Yeah, I think candy corn is a little bit too sickly sweet for my liking. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of sweet. No. Like, too sweets. No. Um, we get a, a little pun at the end of this, too. Ned's like, sometimes even friends butt heads. And uh, we see Loomer and gang come over. Ned and Cookie put helmets on their heads. And then Loomer bashes Cookie and Ned's heads together and walk away. We've seen so. the helmet shields before, right? Uh, I don't know if we have. Yeah, it might. Maybe it's just the intro I'm thinking of? Uh, it might be. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, because it's... Uh, I, I, yeah, unfortunately, I don't remember the bit. But uh-huh. either way, I think the bit was enhanced here with the use of sometimes friends butt heads. Yeah, I like this. I also yeah. like that it's a little bit of foreshadowing for the mm-hmm. end of the episode. Yeah. Um, so we see that they need to be there with each other to have their heads bashed in together. Right? That's their thing. Uh, Ren, your favorite squad, the Killer Bees, yeah, are that's here the, again. The Killer Bees came back. Mm-hmm. It was, uh, it was nice to see them. I like that they're trying to enlist Cookie to be a fellow bee. Mm-hmm. It teaches Ned that, you know, you can't always get what you want. No. He loses his best friend <laughs> to the bees. Um, so I thought this was addressing. So the killer bees premise here is to recruit Cookie. Okay. Why wouldn't they want Ned? Just I know I know that we find out why they want Cookie later, yeah. but why wouldn't they want Ned? Ned uh did better than two of them in the spell. That is bee. true. Ned was one of the last people to mm-hmm. be eliminated. I believe Ned came in third, actually. Maybe they recognize how easy his words were. Yeah. Um, yeah, I guess if spelling's their thing, yeah, I would assume that they that they did recognize that. Or maybe this is why Ned is so suspicious of them, mm-hmm. and instead of vocalizing that, he just expresses it as concern for Cookie. 
Mm-hmm. You know, he doesn't want to seem like he has an ego. I got you. Um, yeah, so the killer bees, they want Cookie, and they take Cookie. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. And Ned is alone. Ned is alone. Uh, we're going to see Moe's come into class, a class that Ned's in, and pass out a yearbook survey. Uh, it's a friend survey. A best friend survey. Mm-hmm. Moses' quest for a female best friend continues. Yeah. Uh, she's try- still trying to find that best friend. And it needs to be a girl best friend. That's right. Yeah, it has um, to be a girl best friend. Because she has two boy best friends, Cookie mm-hmm. and Ned. Yeah, so she's good on that front. But she wants her, her new girl best friend. Um, Cookie isn't... Uh... Okay, okay. So we get that. So she passes out this survey. We'll see her go through that in a little bit. Uh, we get from Cookie... Cookie and Ned are talking. Um, Ned's trying to think, like, why would the bees want you? Like, why are they doing this? Think logically. And Cookie's like, what, am I not tough, cool, or smart enough to become a bee? Ned concedes that Cookie is smart. Yeah. To his credit. (laughs) Tough and cool? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe those are pieces that might be missing from Cookie, potentially. Right, Ren? Yeah, I don't really Mm -hmm. see Cookie as a tough or particularly cool guy. Yeah. Um, and Cookie is also, just like the killer bees, begun spelling at people. So Cookie's going to be spelling at Ned. How quickly we become infected by our own hatred. <laughs> yeah, uh, he became everything that he's worked so hard not to become. Just like that. Uh, but that's okay. Ned doesn't need Cookie. He has chopped <laughs> Chuck on mash. Oh, oh wait, no. I, I, I jumped ahead. <laughs> you did. <laughs> No, I was gonna say he has Seth. <laughs> You're right, he has Seth. Uh, he's gonna Seth. Uh, he turns to Seth in the hallway. Seth is shooting hoops later, and I Ned just runs up to him and takes him away. Yeah, he pretty much like kidnaps Seth in the same way that the spell uh, the killer bees kidnap Cookie, right? Um, and then so now Ren, what happens at lunch? Paint this picture. We got a. Uh... Ned brings his lunch over. Mo says, I wouldn't eat the chopped chuck on mash. And then a jiggly plate of uh, mashed potatoes and what looks like beef and dried gravy start walking away. And the food physically walks away like a cartoon and goes off of Ned's plate. How'd they do this, Ren? It has to be uh, electronic, right? You know, they had the uh, weasel, the guy who made the weasel puppet. He put a uh, he put a bunch of like magnets inside the chop chuck on mash. He gets a bigger magnet, uh, one on to underneath the table, one above the table, really high from the ceiling. So each magnet is on like a pulley system, and there are two guys on a seesaw. And as they go up and down, the magnets go up and down, but the seesaw is also moving left to right. So as they go left to right with the magnets going up and down, the chop chuck on mash moves off of Ned's plate. And moves off the table. It's all basic magnet stuff. <laughs> I was gonna just pitch. Maybe there was like a set of wheels underneath, controlled by an RC. <laughs> um, but I like I like your seesaw theory a lot better. <laughs> um, yeah. This uh, would you eat this? Would I eat this sentient food? No. <laughs> I I I, no. I you know what? It, it's not for me. Yeah. It reminds me of Spaceballs. Spaceballs. Um, 
Yeah, have you ever seen Spaceballs? I have seen Spaceballs. It's been a few years since I last yeah. saw it, though. Yeah, it reminds me of the alien that crawls out of um, Pizza that the guy's Hutt? stomach. No, not Pizza the Hut. There's a, a scene where an alien, uh, they're at a diner, and the alien pops out of a guy's stomach and then, like, does a song and dance. All right. I'll send it to you. Okay, send it to me. Okay. Um, but that that's what this reminded me of. Yeah, so they're not going to eat that. Uh, there's candy corn, though. Yeah, uh, cookies... I guess whatever cookie inputs the lunch ladies just have to obey. Yeah. What if they didn't have candy corn? Do they have to like drive out and buy some? Yeah, they had to go out and get it. I wouldn't though... change the chuck chuck on mash. Yeah. Uh, the candy corn wasn't supplied by the this uh, the school, but they said yeah, it's on the menu, so we gotta you know obey That's the menu. It says. Mm-hmm. Um, Moses going through reports going through the different surveys and uh she's gonna put susie's to the side right because ew yeah. susie crabgrass uh she's gonna score a perfect score with doris of the huge crew that's right good old doris trembly and what do we see doris doing here ren when we <laughs> we <laughs> gotcha did you see no i didn't what was it doris uh, is using a fork to try to pin down the mashed potatoes <laughs> she's like <laughs> Stabbing at various parts of the table to pin down the moving I, mashed potatoes. I actually do remember now. I thought she was beating it to like death. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so Moe's is gonna go over to hang out with them, and they just want to know from Moe's what Ned is like, right? Because that's their thing. They love Ned. They love Ned. The huge crew is all about Ned. Mm-hmm. Uh, Loomer is gonna come over to Ned. Ned's in the hall by himself to smash Ned's head into Cookie. But Cookie's not there. Uh. Loomer lost his second loser. I know. How awful. He looks so sad. I know. What is... Think, like, this episode focuses a lot on the loss that Ned and Cookie have when they're not friends with each other. But think about what Loomer feels. His entire ecosystem has been disrupted. (laughs) The safety of his routine gone. I was just gonna say that Loomer has a very strict routine, and without <laughs> Cookie, it's he's gonna fall apart, fall into shambles. Yeah, Loomer, um, really upset here, and so Ned and Cookie, they're gonna have a little bit. What, uh, what is it? Ned's gonna see Cookie in the hall with the bees, and then Ned's gonna again pretend to be close with Seth. Yeah, he's he runs up to Seth, starts laughing, <laughs> screams, "That's hilarious, Seth." Yep. Yeah. Invites him to a party that doesn't exist. <laughs> yeah. Leaves <laughs> Seth alone in visible confusion as he slips out. Uh Seth is low-key one of the best characters here. He is. I love I love <laughs> when they just torment him. Mm-hmm. Okay, um Ned and Cookie, they're gonna be in class together. Um oh no, sorry, we get Moe's one more time. Moe's is part of the crew. Uh they have more questions about Ned. Moe's is gonna put uh face paint on i don't know makeup well they uh they offer to rearrange her face yeah yeah so they're gonna make Moe's one of the honorary huge crew members um cookie for her. yeah yeah i think good for her yeah this is big for Moe's. Moe's finally made the friends that she's always wanted <laughs> uh Cookie and Ned, they're in class together. They uh, Cookie didn't wash the baby like he was and supposed it, to. It's baby inspection day, and they're treating diaper rash. Mm-hmm. But uh, diaper rash is going to be probably not one of the main concerns here, as this baby is covered in dirt and graffiti. Yep. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, Mr. Monroe runs away in horror, says he'll be back in five minutes. Five minutes. Gotta go get soap. A lot of soap. Uh, Bryce, did you ever fight in a circle at school? No. No. <laughs> uh, definitely not in this style, where Cookie and Ned are... Ned is so upset with Cookie. Cookie's so upset with Ned, they say... Uh, that they are arguing with each other. They're gonna fight, and then one student yells "fight," and the circle clears so quick. It goes from a classroom to a fighting ring so quick, <laughs> complete yeah. with Van Earl Wright and Willie Galt narrating Ned and Cookie's <laughs> first big fight ever. Yeah, are they on contract? Like they must, they must be on staff <laughs> of the school. They must have tenure. Yeah, <laughs> I was thinking out, like outside of the universe, but in show, yeah, they must be <laughs> tenured to the school. Um, let's see, Ned and Cookie are gonna do Arrested Development chicken dances in a circle. Cookie, um, uh, has this great line, back off because I'm a bad man. <laughs> uh, Ned's gonna tell Cookie he's not a cyborg, he's a digital dork. Uh, Willie gets asked what his, uh, who he likes best in this fight, which Willie says, I don't like anyone in this fight. In fact, I'm not sure these two could beat up a third grader. They're very weak, aren't they? Yes. Uh, someone hits somebody, the audience screams. Uh, Willie gives advice here. Willie gets the big tip moment. That's the right. Episode. Uh, don't fight, talk it out. Things could get ugly. Mm-hmm. Uh, the bees come in, they pull Cookie away from the fight. Hey, Cookie, we've been looking for you. Why are the bees not in class? Because they can do what they want. They have bee privileges. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Cookie, on, on the other hand, uh, he's able to just leave class. I mean, I guess that's the fight, right? Yeah. The killer bees came, so it's over. Mm-hmm. Um, so Willie, Willie and Van Earl, uh, they didn't get a, uh, they didn't get a fight, so they're gonna go to the cafeteria. Just have a little mm-hmm. lunch, late lunch. Yeah. Um, so the bees, can you believe it, Ren? They didn't have pure intentions. They wanted uh, Cookie to hack into the computer system and change their grades in math. From a C to an A. Yeah. Yikes. They Yikes. weren't they they weren't actually Cookie's friends all along. Mm. Who could have seen that coming? Ned was right, Bryce. If I was Ned, I, I would be like, told you so. Feel very vindicated. <laughs> yeah. Um Cookie is gonna get cornered. I, I'm kinda confused about this. Are they gonna beat him up? Yeah, it looks like they're going to just beat the shit out of him. Yeah. Because he, because Cookie says that he won't. He's not going to change their math grades. But it's okay because the teacher is going to walk by. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ask them if they have a hall pass. They'll all hold up their hall passes and the teacher will keep going. I like this little callback. <laughs> yeah, we've gotten that twice, right? I think in yeah. the, the pilot now. Yeah, this is the second time. <laughs> and um, Ned's going to jump in front of Cookie to protect them. The killer bees are not threatened by Ned. They're like, we can take Ned and Cookie. That's when Moe's, dressed as the huge crew, is going to step in. And the huge crew is going to back up Moe's. I liked uh, br- bringing Moe's back in to resolve this plot line. Uh, yeah, I re- I liked them all coming together as, like, they've all had their different storylines here. But it's all going to come together in, like, defending Cookie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so, Doris... Um, Let's. Oh, I I did have this question. Um, are the bees popular? Are the bees popular? We gave them a D in social status. Okay. So no. No. 
But their fear is the thing. Okay. Yeah. They, that's, I think you and I have even had that conversation. I think yeah. we talked about it last time. That they aren't popular, but they are feared. Um, Doris is going to... Um, yeah, so this is we get a reveal from Doris here. Doris, uh, Moses is going to say that she doesn't understand how Doris got a 100 on the friendship test because they have nothing in common. That's when Doris is going to say, friendship test? I thought it was a study hall quiz I cheated on. How often do you have study hall quizzes? I I don't think I ever even had study hall. Mm, let alone a quiz in study hall. <laughs> yeah, so she she thought it was a study hall quiz and she cheated on Susie Crabgrass. Who Most screams. Mm-hmm, and then Susie Crabgrass is going to turn the corner and bolt. Uh, and the huge crew says that Susie's always scared of them. Uh, so th- does Susie now know that Moe's would make a good friend for her? That's the impression I got. Okay. I, I got the impression that Susie ran because she heard Moe's. Yeah. It's like a lose-lose all around. Uh, no one's happy with that outcome. Not at all. No. Um, love being tough and love talking about Ned. That's Those are the rules for being in the huge crew. Which Moe's does not meet that. No. But Cookie has an idea. I love Cookie joining the huge crew mm-hmm. and yeah. walking away with his leather with his denim jacket, a triumphant man. Yeah, we see Cookie walking down the hallway with his his jacket, talking with the huge crew about Ned. Um, so funny, and they're all so, so anxious to hear what Cookie has to say. Um, we get a tip about friendship, and then uh, our end little bit is that Seth invited the whole hallway to Ned's party tonight. He actually was listening to Ned the whole time. Yeah, and I checked. I was really hoping for this. I checked, and unfortunately, the next episode does not feature uh, a party at Ned's. Ugh. Yeah. It, we sh- it would have been a great way to, you know, a nice little school day episode, then a party night. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought, I yeah, I do think that that would have been really funny, is if we got a whole episode of Ned's Declassified at Ned's house, throwing a party with everyone Seth invited. Like an impromptu party? Mm-hmm. That's a great premise. Yeah. Um, okay. And that that's our segment, Ren. Two really like solid ones tonight. Yeah, in good my episode. Opinion. Yeah, I, I, a lot of fun with that. The one tip we get at the end, this is the only tip in the episode, tip number 125 point, or the only tip in the segment, tip number 125.26. It's normal for friendships to have ups and downs. Talk it out when you hit some bumps. Uh, uh, it's a lengthy tip. Yeah. But it I mean it's not wrong. No, right? it's to not. have a good friendship. Talk it out. Like a yeah. B? Yeah, I think it's like a B. It's like uh yeah. Nothing nothing earth shattering. Seems kind yeah. of obvious, but uh alright, Ryan. Do you want to talk with port cards? Yeah, let's do some uh honors. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so let's start with our honors group here. Um, we have Ned, uh, Moe's, and Cookie. Who do you want to start off with? So with Ned, they so he didn't. The baby wasn't clean, and we've established that he's physically quite weak. I'm saying we drop <laughs> academics and power to D minuses. Okay. Yeah. So we have um, have him at a D right now in academics. 
and then a D plus for power. So we'll drop both to D minus. Social status. Um, I mean, he's you're about to throw a huge party, Ren. <laughs> he is. Should we bump him to an A plus? <laughs> Depends on how it goes. He's at an A right now. Uh, let's do it for fun. Let's put him okay. at a 100. Ned's one of the most popular kids in, uh, in school at the moment. Seth is coming to his party. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And the whole school is coming. Uh, what about Moe's? What's going on with Moe's? All right. Power. She joined the huge crew, so I think that's a bump in power. Yeah. Uh, Moe's has an A minus. We can put her on A for that. All stamina. Right. Uh, I kind of want to drop her down because she didn't have enough stamina to hang with the huge crew. You're right. Yeah. She's at an A plus now. We'll put her on A. Okay. Anything else here? Social status or academics? I think she's in a good standing yeah, there. She is. Uh, cookie. Huh. So academics goes down because of the baby. Yes. Uh, he's at a B now. Do we put him at like a C plus? Because the yeah. baby does not go over well. That was a very dirty baby. Uh, he has an A in power, but he's physically weak. Mm -hmm. Do we drop him to a B minus? Because he's still technologically strong. Um. Yeah, I think we put him at an A minus for that. Okay. Stamina, he carried 20 boxes of coconut macaroons. He's at a B plus. I feel okay keeping him there. But I, yeah. I felt it was worth noting that he did carry a lot of boxes. He did. Here. So, uh, all right. And that's, is that our, our honors? I think that's Cookie. That's Cookie. All right, that's our honors. Yeah, I kind of want to, so we're almost to the finale, right? We got three, three weeks left. Yep. Um, And, oh, did I do this wrong? Oh, no, Ren, I did these wrong. No, what happened? Um, hold on. I gotta, uh, I, I'll, I'll, I'll do it. I'll figure it out. Figure what it happened? Out. I just, I undid, um, when I shouldn't have, or I, I like copied over instead of adding on to a new week, I just wrote on to last week. So I like uh -huh. changed the numbers there. Oh no. Um, but that, no, that's okay. okay. I, I, I know what we did. So I'll, I'll put them into place. Okay. Um, uh, who do we want to look at for our CP? cp group i definitely want to look at the killer bees um yeah me too anyone else who you want to look at i want to look at loomer i want mm -hmm. to look at quirly and i also kind of want to look at doris if you don't mind looking at even more do we have the huge crew i don't think so should okay. we do them as one unit uh yeah the killer bees are one unit so i feel like it's only fair that we, we okay. do a single unit for um huge crew for the huge crew yeah okay all right, so the killer bees, let's start there. Okay. Okay, so the killer bees are currently sitting at... Um, hold on. I'm just making a new, new one for the huge crew. Okay. Uh, eight, nine, ten. Okay. Um, so, yeah, let's look at the huge crew here let's start actually with them so academically where's the huge crew at and i'm gonna just i'm gonna say that they're failing <laughs> you want to say that they're failing yeah i don't think they have yeah yeah i think that's a well doris freaks out and screams when mo's hands are the survey because she thinks <laughs> it's a test so i think it's fair to assume they're failing yeah. she took a quiz that she thought was on study hall which is not a class <laughs> um socially like a D. They're the huge crew. I, they yeah. don't seem particularly well liked. Yeah. No, I, I would agree with that. Uh, but they have a lot of power. Yeah, I'd give them a solid A. 
They can mm -hmm. uh, rough anyone up. Yeah, I'd say they, they have an A there. Stamina? How much stamina do they have? I'd probably give them another A, because they, they live a hard lifestyle. Mm -hmm. They live fast. Yep, and most can't even hang with them. Remember uh, when much. they moshed Ned at the party? <laughs> <laughs> that was hysterical. That was. That, that was, was so of, good. One of the funniest moments <laughs> of the show for me still. Uh, Alright, the Killer Bees. It's been a little bit since we've seen them. Yeah. Um. So, last we saw them, they had an A in Academics. We know they are getting a C in Math, though. Are we going to put them at a B to average it out? Fair. Okay. Social status. I think we let, put them at a D, right? Uh, yeah. Okay, I think a D is still fair. Yeah. Power. They couldn't get Cookie in the end. Nope. So nope. we should drop them down a bit. Like a B plus. Yeah. Yeah, and then stamina. We have them at a B minus, right? Yeah, we have them at a B minus. That feels yeah. safe. Okay. Um. All right, Loomer. Okay, academics. We yeah. know he's really good at calligraphy now. We do, we do. But is that going to help him with academics? Probably not. But maybe we can bump him up a let a little grade. Okay. What's he at now? A C minus. How about a C? Sure. And uh, socially, his social status. Mm. Like that same does Mose think Does Mose think more of him now? Um, does Mose think more of him now? Uh, I don't think so. I think him eating the love letter kind of negated any net positive he would have made. Yeah, I feel like he stays at the C. All right. Any uh, change in power and stamina? I don't think so. No, no. I think both those say the same. A B minus for power and a B plus for uh, stamina. Okay, and then what's the last one that you wanted to do? Martin Quirley. Yeah, let's go. For he it. earned it. Yeah, we haven't. Yeah, seven, eight, nine, ten. All right, his academics. Where's he at? We have him at an A right now. I think it's the two ones that we'll be looking at this week are what social and powerful. Yeah, I think so. So socially, uh, he, he has at best a grift going on. Yeah. Um, <laughs> On Cookie. There's a chance that he made up this entire Forger thing just for Cookie. <laughs> he got him. the idea in the moment. He's yeah. like, all right, I figured out a way to get a bunch of snacks. Yeah, I don't think that that's uh, not possible. Yeah. So, socially, I don't know. I'd say he's at, like, he we, he's at a D right now, which, like, we know he's not the most popular kid yeah. in school, but... Want to put him to a C? Yeah, Somebody? I was thinking a C. Okay. Uh, and then his power. I mean, he got a bed into Mr. Monroe's room. He got a masseuse to give Cookie a massage. Cookie was eating a lobster dinner while someone was playing the cello for him. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, he has pulled strings like I don't think, like no one we've seen on the show before. Uh, I'm thinking an A. Yeah. I'm thinking an A as well. He's one powerful dude. He's backpack boy times ten. So and then we'll leave his stamina at a at a B. Yeah. So, uh, and those are our report cards. The last thing we have to do, Ren, is the episode reading. 
I enjoyed this episode. It was fun. It was well written. Nice continuity. Mm-hmm. I really, I really liked both segments. Yes. I feel like the character writing is getting better, just yeah. in general. And you know, it's just fun, humorous. So it's a fun show. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna give this episode an eight. An eight. Yeah. I this episode, uh, I'm gonna give an eight point five. Uh, right. It's it was definitely a high point so far. Uh, reminded me a lot of the uh, energy I felt with crushes and dances. Yeah. Some really like Seth, like every single character was just like firing in all cylinders. Loomer eating the flowers, like Seth staring <laughs> at the basketball. Uh, the forger, Durga, like everyone was just so great here. Uh, I, I think this episode desi- uh, deserves some some high scores. It is a sure. great episode. One and, of the strongest ones so far. Uh. And next week, we will be discussing Daydreaming and Jim. Well, no, next week is, we'll have... Oh, yes. That's right, our 52nd episode. Which is, so this is hysterical to me. I don't know if you've given this any more thought. So you and I were saying last week, since it's episode 52, it'll be one year that we've done the podcast. We've done multiple weeks where we've not done a a numbered episode. Uh Uh-huh. So really, our one week, or our one year was like five weeks ago, or six weeks ago. With that said, I'm perfectly okay doing a one-year anniversary special. <laughs> I just week. think it's funny to do 52 episodes yeah. then. So let's um, so we'll do a we'll take another week off of Ned's and we'll <laughs> listen to our first podcast and do a podcast about that podcast. Maybe and then every year we'll we build on it. So like in two years, we'll we listen to our one-year anniversary podcast. <laughs> That'd be funny. <laughs> I think um, we should definitely. Oh, I had this idea for our for the one year though. Yeah, I think we should re-rate every Cory in the House episode by memory. Like, okay, we go through the Wikipedia. We'll That's read fine. like the summary. We do like a quick discussion of what we remember, mm-hmm. and we can do it in, like a different Excel sheet so we can keep yeah. the original scores. Yeah, or we can put it as like a Cory in the House one year review. Yeah, I think that 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 sounds good. Yeah, it's been been enough time that I'm I feel okay talking a little bit about uh, Cory. So. <laughs> Uh, it sounds like a lot of fun, Ren. So we will do that next week, and then we'll get back to Ned's the week after that. So, uh, anything else, Ren? I don't think so. We're getting no. close to the end of the season. We are. We have, what, three episodes left? Two episodes left? It's 13, right? Three episodes. Three episodes. Yeah, it's 13. Yeah, we'll see if it's a proper season finale or not. But it'll be I the end of so. a school year, technically, so we'll look at it and then look at the report cards and see who did well who maybe yeah that'll didn't be do fun well. it'll be fun to break everything down i feel like it might i don't know it'll take a lot of time but uh, it is so take we'll, a lot of time but yeah and we have stuff we can use for our first <laughs> season of survivor that's true that's true all right everyone uh thank you so much for listening thanks for making it this far uh you can like our social media pages our instagram our facebook our twitter um and otherwise we will see you next week for more um of this nonsense all right thanks so much everyone uh i hope you like the new shortcut by your house take care everyone bye good night (laughs) 